Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob. I am one of your hosts, Peter Madrigal. Hey, guys, and I am Rob Federick. So excited to be here today. Rob Schulte, another great episode. And Rob, why don't you let our audience know why? Oh, God. I mean, is it... uh, It's a repeat, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, we have in the house once again with us our first original guest and esteemed guest today, Mr. Dan... Pavenmeyer, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Yeah! Um, and today we're actually in... Uh, uh, we're, we're not just going to talk about Dan's movie. We're actually going to review a movie that's... You know, Dan, if you want to introduce it, because it's a very special movie. And if you would like to tell our listeners why this is a special movie. Uh, but for us... It's uh, one of the greats that we were waiting to review. So it's yes. an honor to review this one with you today. Excellent. This is the movie that uh, that turned me into a filmmaker. Before I saw this movie, I, it never occurred to me that there was anybody whose job it was to make movies, to to, to decide what goes in and what's, what uh, stays out of a movie. And uh, this, was, this was the one that sort of changed my direction in life, was, uh, was seeing this movie in the theater. Wow. And wow. Uh, which movie is this movie? We have, this we movie is the greatest movie that stars a giant foam rubber shark, and that's Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> right, like, guys. We're reviewing like, Jaws today. Yes. When people 19... When you ask me what my favorite movie is, I always say Jaws. Uh, you know, it's like I, I say, it's not necessarily the best movie, although it's in that list too, but, uh, but it is by far my favorite movie. Yeah. Um, So interesting fact, guys. Uh, We always like to talk about when we first saw the movie. Peter, I would love to hear. But we've got a first timer for Jaws today. No. And we need to we need to we need to. uh, Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So it is Rob Schulte's first time. Oh, my God. Watching Jaws. How is that even possible? Well, I have to, I think there's a little bit of like youthful angst against my father who loved the movie. Uh, wait, wait, but you really? You, what, you, what, I'm disappointed. What, you don't have the VHS? Well, I went out and got a copy of the VHS, which I will read the back of the box for in just a moment. Uh, it is, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where I think I missed the chance of the family watch because I hadn't yes. been born yet. Yeah. And then it was always just like we talked about it on boating trips, but no one actually popped it in. That's a great time to talk about that movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. and, and popping it in on a boating trip might yeah, be a exactly. bad idea. <laughs> so. yeah. But yeah, Peter, I found a VHS copy. I'm going to read the back of it just in case anyone like me had not seen this film and for some reason have no idea what it's about. Um, even I knew that much. So wait a minute, before you read this, Rob, I mean, we, we rate movies here at Madrigal oh, with yes. the Movies with a specific clause that says, if you have never seen this movie, you should punch yourself in the face. So does that mean you have to punch yourself in the face today? Okay. Yeah, that's why I've got this <laughs> cover up. Oh, here. okay. Okay. So you did it earlier is what you're saying. Yeah. All, yeah. Right, all right. All right. You've been pre-punched. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I knew. I knew. So, uh, here it goes, gentlemen. Jaws is one of the greatest box office attractions in the history of motion pictures. Director Steven Spielberg has brought Peter Benchley's best-selling novel to the screen with stunning power and unbearable suspense. Roy Scheider is Amity's police chief Brody. Richard Dreyfuss as a young... Ich- 
ichthyologist? Oh my god. <laughs> ichthyologist. As a young ichthyologist in Robert Shaw, as a manic. Um, and Robert Shaw is Quint, the colorful shark fisherman with a touch of the manic. Are perfectly cast as the three men who become allied in a life and death hunt to destroy a killer, embodying nearly three tons of instant white death. Wow. Okay. Um, so, Dan, I, I want to throw it to you first, actually, since you are our guest, and uh, you are probably the only one in this group that actually got to see Jaws in theaters because I was not around during that time. <laughs> you're, so. you're calling me old, is what you're saying. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what he's. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, what he's I understand. Calling you distinguished. I understand. <laughs> I understand. You guys weren't born yet. Uh, yeah. It was. Uh, I was probably twelve. I guess it was 1975. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was 12 years old and I had read the book and, uh, and loved it. I was, I was a voracious reader at the, at the time. Wow. So and, you read the book uh, before you saw the movie. Yes. And, wow. uh, and it's, it's a very different movie than it is a book. It's, it, right. it, mm. it's, it's vastly different. Um, and, uh, and we went as a family to see it opening, uh, opening night, I think, uh, or if not opening night, it was opening weekend. And, I remember like being in the theater and just being enwrapped by this, this adventure that was ha happening in front, in front of me. And, uh, and there was a scare that happened. It was probably the, um, Ben Gardner's head. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and my dad, like everybody in the theater, I just remember seeing the entire theater go like this and down at the same time. <laughs> like a, like and a wave, it was yeah. like you know, like 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 one of these runway theaters before they had the the uh, the stadium seating, right? And and it, you know, sort of sort of went like this and then up at the uh, up in the other end, and and I just remember everybody jumping up and my dad jumping up out of his chair and screaming <laughs> too, and I was screaming, but I was a twelve year old kid who had every right yeah. to scared right. by the, right. by the, by, by this movie and my dad was like this mountain of a man to me and he you know <laughs> and, and like i'd never seen him scared of anything and he jumped up and spilled his popcorn oh, and, wow. oh wow and i remember thinking how did that just happen how like who who did this and i remember just thinking how well every shot moved into every other shot and how the music worked and everything and I was just so taken by by this ride I had been on, and it felt so kinetic. It felt like there was so much movement involved in it, even though I was just sitting in a chair. And when I got home, I remember looking out our French doors in the back and being sort of terrified that a shark would come in through the French because you know, like, <laughs> there's that scene where it comes in through the window, right? Yes, sticking boat, right? And and I, and I remember thinking like. Why am I scared? I am I am twenty miles from the nearest water, and I'm scared that <laughs> a like, shark is going to come in through this little. Right. How did that happen? And I immediately started reading about it and re reading who St Steven Spielberg was. How you, you know, like like all the stories about it. I got the Jaws log by Carl Gottlieb and read right. all about how the how the how the movie was made and all the problems they had and and everything. And it just every scene seemed so purposeful to me. And so thought out in a in in a in a in a, a, a sense of rhythm and visual rhythm and and verbal rhythm and everything, I I was just so taken with it. I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to do this because I'd been uh, making a living already at twelve years old. I'd been making a living drawing pictures already. 
and uh, and and you know making pretty good money. And everybody thought I was just going to be a graphic artist or an artist or a, you know an illustrator or something like that. Right. And right. suddenly it was like, oh, there, there's this whole other side to art involving motion and sound and and all these things to to that just bring it to this other other level that's what i want to do and that's that was like a huge turning point in my life oh, uh, wow. So, wow yeah it's uh it's 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 the movie that made me who i am i think wow. <laughs> in a lot of ways um i'm gonna Gosh. throw it over to, i'm gonna throw it over to peter too now just to because man like what, what, what age did you discover the movie? Because Dan, I'm pretty sure I, mean, I was well, around I, ten I, or eleven when I, I saw it. I think I I discovered the movie. The uh, I was the same age as when Dan discovered the. That's movie. that's kind of interesting. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> but I really really very I different year. Huh? Yeah. Different year, same yeah. age. Yeah. Um, no, I I I thoroughly love the movie, and the thing that I love about Jaws is that it has this very distinct cinematic quality to it. It kind of looks almost like Chinatown. You know what I mean? I, I don't yeah. know. Like I, I just love the color palette and I yeah. love the way everything is. Yeah. The just, yeah. it's a be- It's a gorgeous film just to watch it. You know, right. like even if it doesn't have anything to do with a shark, it's still like that, that wide camera angle. I mean, it's just, it's a gorgeous, really well put together movie. And, um, for me, though, my favorite thing about it is probably the shark. It's probably everybody, you know, that's their favorite thing is the shark. But that was my favorite thing. Like, this thing yeah. is overgrown. How did it get that size? And, wow, it's taking down a boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I uh, I got to say, guys, I mean, I, I, I think I discovered that movie also around, like, maybe, like, 10 or 11. And I remember my mom had gone to see it in theaters. And she, she was always terrified of sharks because of Jaws. So, yeah. whenever we went to the yeah. beach in Venezuela, where I lived when I was a kid, uh, she kind of, like, always wanted to stay in the shallow end of the water because you always feared sharks, which, ironically, is where most people get attacked anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. So- Learned it in today's film. There you go. So we, but I remember she, she put it on for like me and my cousins and stuff like that. And we were like all glued. I didn't necessarily knew I wanted to be a filmmaker back then, but I did find like the magic of the movie and like the intrigue of who Steven Spielberg was. Cause I didn't really know who he was until I saw Jurassic Park, maybe like a year or two later when it actually went to theaters. I, I was just like, Wow, like this is, I I can't believe a movie about hunting a shark. You know what I mean? And and like, well, the shark attacking people and then hunting the shark like was so like such an adventure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I just remember it captivating an essence. And then when my mom told me, oh, Steven Spielberg directed Jurassic Park, he's the same director of Jaws. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, there was a connection there for me. Uh, and so you can see it. the DNA of. Jurassic, or you can see the DNA of Jaws in Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's a really good statement. Yeah, what came from it previously and building on it. You know, it's like uh, Stephen King, Stand by Me, and then It. You know, you can kind of you see the completely different examples, but you see what I'm saying. Well, it's funny (laughs) that you mentioned that. I want to know about your first time viewing it because this is this is this This is like uh, mind blowing to me because I don't know anybody who hasn't seen Jaws. So this is going to be an amazing take. But Spielberg considers Jaws a sequel to one of his first movie or his first movie Duel because he said it was like a behemoth preying on on this and like it was like this duel of, yeah. you know, and he was like if you watch is- if you watch duel it's like watching jaws but it's a but it's a but it's a, a truck a truck instead of a shark 
Right, right. And he it's that's that's similar. an interesting thing. Yeah, I thought that that was super, uh, super interesting. Yeah. So, Rob. That, yes. Hit us with it. Oh, I loved it. I mean, obviously, how could you not? And it's hard to go into a movie that has such hype and live up to the hype. Yes, um, true, I don't yeah. want to give away, like, my overall takeaways or whatever at this point, but it lives up to the hype. It's a well-made movie that is entertaining with characters that you want to know more about. You want to live in the world. And I think one of my first thoughts, because, you know, I live near there, you know, I've vacationed in an area up near that before. And uh, I've taken the ferry to an island to go, to a freaking ice cream shop for an afternoon. <laughs> um, but how well that community, Amity, is represented within seconds of watching oh, yeah. this movie. I know yes. exactly this town <clears throat> and wow. I loved it. And when wow. I can have something just click like that, where I'm like, I'm in, strapped in, let's go. Like, it didn't matter that I know. Uh, rumors of maybe how Jaws was taken out or lines here and there or little like points of the story that I know about didn't matter because I was sucked in and all the stuff I didn't know about really filled those gaps for me. I liked it. Super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question, Dan. I am sure that you have seen this multiple, multiple times. Uh, But has there been anything that you I saw remember. it six times that summer. Wow. <laughs> okay. In the theater, I saw it six times that 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 summer. Wow. That's like okay. that's like me with Gladiator. Yeah, yeah we now, were, we just uh, reviewed Spider Man two, and I think I saw that one like four times in the theater. Yeah, so not, quite, not quite six. So yeah. yeah. Do you find anything that you is this a movie that you can find something new in each time, or like as as you know you, you mature. Is there things that you discover about the movie that like maybe as a kid you were like, this is a scary, spooky, fun movie. But now as an adult, I'm like, God, yeah, he poured a really tall wine glass. <laughs> yes. Yes. The, the, like, let it breathe. Let it breathe. <laughs> like, yes. uh, no, uh, there there's there's not stuff that I I've seen it so many times now. I've probably yeah. seen this movie 15 or 20 times right and and uh and at one point i brought a tape recorder into jaws when that, 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 and recorded all of the soundtrack of it on two like hour-long tapes you know hoping right, you would catch me so that i could just listen to it over and over again and then wow. i did a better recording of it when i was working at nickelodeon and we would like half the time we were just cleaning up storyboards which I, you don't need your brain for you're just sort of drawing right. over, over the drawings you've already done and just making them look nicer and so we would record movies on cassette and listen to movies like Glenn Gary Glenn oh. Ross or Goodfellas or oh, something nice. like that. And Jaws was one of the ones that was always in the in in the, that, the thing. I actually heard new things because I was only listening to it. Really? When when I was doing wow, it. I love there's this. a lot of things that you hear like little Wallace stuff that you like. Oh, I never realized that one person says this in this crowd scene wow. and stuff stuff like that. That was probably the first time I'd I'd actually been surprised by stuff was when I started just listening to it. So but, you basically uh, podcasted but there, Jaws. But every time I see it, there's stuff that that I am 
I, I, that I remember, but I don't remember until I see it. You know oh, what I mean? It's gotcha. like, yeah. oh, I had forgotten all about that, you know, but, right. but yeah. you know, there was a time at which I could probably draw you the storyboards for it from memory and I wouldn't miss any, any scenes. Wow. You know what that, I mean? Like, just, yeah. That reminds me like, of, a, 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 our friends and I would try and like recite, um, Ace Ventura Pet Detective in fourth <laughs> yes. grade or whatever. Oh, I, 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 could, I could recite all of Jaws at one point. Yeah. You know, oh, wow. like start to finish without missing a preposition. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's, uh, but, you know, I think part of why it sticks with you is what you said is the, the characters, you want to know more about them. You, you like these characters, which is, yeah. which was a point of contention between Peter Benchley and uh, and Steven Spielberg, because Spielberg just threw out his character, Benchley's characters, you know, sort you know, in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, originally, Matt Hooper was this uh, this stuck up guy who ended up ha- having an affair with Brody's wife. Oh wow! And and died, and Brody shot him in the neck accidentally trying to shoot the shark. When oh the, God! When we, when we came up. The, the, it's a it's a lot darker. And Spielberg said at one one point that uh, that um, Benchley made all of his characters unlikable so that you wouldn't be upset when they were eaten by a eaten shark. By shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so and he wanted the, it to the, he wanted them to be likable people so yeah. that you were really upset when they got eaten by a shark. Right. And wow. I think he, he did that so well. And there's so many just wonderful comic moments some of which were improv <laughs> improved on this uh, on the set some of which, which I, I think that the iconic line you're going to need a bigger boat was yes. was Scheider just improving yeah. I, I think he oh, wow. ad libbed that that's what the, you know a lot that's of people amazing. credit it and but it, like, was it- like the scene where 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 Quint is drinking the beer yeah. and then he crankles it all up and dra- yeah. drops it on the deck and uh, and uh, Hooper's just looking at him and he's drinking the little styrofoam cup and he crunches he it. Like, there's yeah. so many wonderful human, human moments. Like To me, like one of my favorite scenes is the whole scene below deck when they're, they're, they're showing the scars to each other. Yes. You know, Mary Ellen yeah. Moffat, she broke my heart. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> the tattoo, tattoo. The t- um, yeah. and, mother. And, like Brody just looks at his, at his, uh, appendix scar and, yeah. his yeah. back like, nah. and, uh, and them all getting drunk together there. And then, and yeah. then telling that amazing story, which is, a, which is a real uh. person's story. That's based on a, on a story of one of the survivors from uh i've seen an interview with that guy the guy who like like tipped over his buddy and he turned turned over um like that scene is so great because you love these guys and you're with them as they're battling this enormous thing that could always be four feet away and you wouldn't know it you know that's what's great about it is is the is the ocean is this big unknowable surface that we're on one side of but but just barely on one side of and somewhere lur- lurking in this enormous void is a monster and you don't know how close they are. So it's, uh, it's on that point, on that point, Dan, because it's important to note, you know, for our listeners who don't already know this famously, people know that jaws like the, the shark, which they, uh, I think named Bruce at one point. Yes. Never worked during the movie. Like, in fact, it, it's like notorious for never working. Yes. And supposedly there was a lot of scenes where this shark was supposed to be seen from the get go and yes. it didn't happen. Right. So they used John Williams, uh, sound classic soundtrack, yes. uh, to like uh. represent the shark. <laughs> and you're talking about the void and the unknowable. 
which is something that I think Spielberg discovered while making this movie and, and did, ironically, he did very masterfully. Yes. But what, what but he wasn't originally happen? planning for it right. to be yeah. unknowable. Right, yes. right. Right, he 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 yeah. actually just had to do it because he had to finish the movie somehow. Yeah. But it, but there it ended were a up lot working. of a lot of shots he was just unable to get. Right, and and, and because of that, he often says that the that the the shark breaking down uh, is he thinks made the movie a better movie because yes. he couldn't show it as much as he wanted to. He ended it ended up being much more. Suspenseful. Every time you saw it, it was a much bigger thing, you know, and and. Uh, you know, like now, if you watch Deep Blue Sea or something, they right. got some pretty cool looking CG sharks that, 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 you know, can sort of fool you. But it's they're nowhere near as terrifying because you're seeing them all the time. But yeah, I um, I was going to say I have a thought to that, too. But guys, let's take a real quick break and we'll come back and jump into this because this is okay. exciting. Sounds good. Okay. All right, we're back. It's Magical Alter Movies with Rob and Rob. I interrupted and I feel really bad about it. So all I'm going to say <laughs> is I loved that it didn't look like a lot of these shots were in a giant bathtub. No, it, no. Like it was shot right. at sea, you know. Well, really shot at sea. Uh, Spielberg says, right, clearly that the one thing, the re- they shot this movie at Martha's Vineyard. Because apparently it was the only place he could go out into the ocean, like outside, like 12 miles out and only have a sandy bottom with 30 feet of water where he could put the shark sled. Because he specifically, you know, touching on the void that we were talking about, he specifically didn't want to lock up his camera. He wanted to be able to move around and show everything and see open, nothing but open water to show the isolation that these three characters were out in in the middle of nowhere yes. with this behemoth that was stalking them the whole time. My and question then, is, how did how did the the uh, what do they use for the actual shark underneath when it's like on the wide shots overhead? You know, with the uh, shark going on underneath the boat. It was like a rail system that yeah. had a mechanical pneumonic arm that would like push the shark up. But okay. it just no, no. I'm talking about the wide shots where you're over the boat and they're seeing this 25 foot shark just. Well, fl- there's uh, a, there's uh, there's a whole under. there's a whole uh, trolley thing that's that's moving it, uh, uh-huh. and the, the trolley is thirty feet down on the on the sand. Right, you just don't see it because the water gets murky uh, right. below gotcha. the shark. Right, so you don't even see all of the shark. You see, you know, like like the shape of the shark, but but uh, uh, but that's just like they were lucky that the that the the water, the water. was terribly cool. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) but I think also Spielberg talks about how when he did show the shark in itself, he only showed specific amount of frames for it and then would cut away from it immediately so that you wouldn't always get a long look at it because it would. But even I I think that Peter is talking about that one overhead (laughs) shot where it comes out underneath the boat. And yes. it goes around like that, which which is one of the only big hero shots of that yes. shark. Yeah. You see, you see the I, entire body. I love that size. shot. Because yeah. it was like it's just like, oh wow, you do need a bigger boat. Yeah. Good luck, yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bigger than you think. And yeah. the thing is, sharks actually do get that big. That's not an that's not an impossible size for Damn. a shark. They, they, they uh, I, I've seen one that they had at SeaWorld for a while, but they stuffed it. Uh, that somebody uh, thing that was twenty that was over twenty feet long and a, a wow. great white, and you see them like wow. oh, 
and that this is not even the biggest shark that they've that they've seen yeah. in, 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 in real life. It's very rare to see them that big, yes. but uh, but uh, you know, the, and there's a famous photograph from just a few years ago of an underwater photographer with a big uh, um, uh, camera housing oh. filming uh, filming a twenty foot great white, right? Which is an enormous animal, and you look at it next next to him. And they talk about the fact that sharks are not really trying to eat people. They, right. they mistake people for, uh, seals. for seals. Yeah. So the, the, like knowing a lot about this, the, the, the photographer was not really scared because having this big bulky thing in front of him didn't made him look very different than a seal, uh, than a seal. Yeah. The, 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 the the noise it makes and stuff doesn't confuse them at all, and it just completely ignored him. It's like okay, that's not a seal, and right. then he like like moved around. But I wouldn't have gotten into into no. that. <laughs> like that's a lot to depend on. I that's have gutsy. gone, I have gone underwater with sharks at um, at Atlantis and in, in the Bahamas. There's a thing where yes. you can go down with a dive wow. and walk around, and these big like six to eight foot sand yeah. sharks yeah. and and nurse sharks and stuff like that. That are not they're not meaty. I mean, they're they're meat eaters. They're not man eaters at all. Right, yeah, right, right. but they have teeth and they are big. Right. And right. when they turn and come <laughs> at you like this, it yeah. really it, it was like it was one of the most thrilling afternoons I've ever spent. It was so great. <laughs> Did Jeez. you think of Jaws in those moments when you oh, were there? Oh, of course. It, yeah, okay. <laughs> of course. That's all. That's all I think. My my favorite Jaws story actually happened the weekend after we saw Jaws. Uh, we I grew up in Mobile, Alabama, and it's on the Gulf Coast, and we would go down right. to the beach, you know, like every other weekend or something. And and we saw Jaws, and everybody had seen Jaws. I guess so. I guess it was the weekend. It, it was the, the the next weekend. All of my friends had seen Jaws. We were all talking about it at school and stuff like that. And then we go down to go swimming in the Gulf of Mexico. And we're out <laughs> swimming and we're all joking about sharks and stuff like that. Cause we're, you know, all of a sort of nervous joking. Right, and I'm right. sitting on like, you know, on a floaty, like looking out to sea. And my friend Donnie is on a, on a floaty looking into the, into the beach. And we're talking and stuff like this. And everybody's been joking. There's like five or six of us teenagers right. there. And, uh, or just, you know, pre-teens, teens. And, uh, and I, and, uh, I look out past him and about only 10 or 15 feet past him, a big freaking dorsal fin comes out of the water. Oh, and God. does this and got a big black <laughs> dorsal fin, which I have never seen in my life, a real wow. dorsal fin. Yeah. And, like wow. and I remember thinking, I've got to tell him to go in, but if I say shark, they're all going to laugh at me because we've all been, no one's going to believe me. And I look around my sister and her friend Michelle are over here. Like I'm just looking at all these kids out in the water and I'm like, Oh, Hey guys, Hey guys, everybody come here. I want to show you something. This is great. You're going to love this. And I got (laughs) them all to get in out of the water. Right. Just by being really loud and like really excited about something. I want to show them is okay. Now that you're all here, everybody look out there. And they're like, yeah. what, what, what are you talking like this? And the dorsal fin came up again and oh, we got, no. and then another dorsal fin came up and then the more dorsals and it was a school of dolphins. Of course they were. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we were like, and they were like, no, 
Oh no, no, they're dolphins. You can see like one of them like like came right, up enough that right. you can see its its face. But we had never seen dolphins. I mean, dolphins are pretty scary that close. Well, sure. you know, and they're and big animals. And we're and, talking uh, about, you know, the iconic representation of the shark probably forever has been the dorsal fin because of jaws, because that right. represented the shark and that it's coming. And yeah. you don't see it, but you see it like almost kind of like this sword or this blade that's coming at you. Yes. Um, that now, you know, if anybody sees a dorsal fin, obviously, like, you know, like that automatically like freaks you out. I know that I've yes. been surfing out in the water before and dolphins pop up and there's like, a, you know, like you see like two or three pop up at the same time. But, you know, in my mind, I'm still going like, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a dolphins, but I'm going to I'm just going to head back inside yeah, right yeah. now because I don't want to chance it. <laughs> yeah. so. um, but. Dan, question. So we're talking about the shark. We're talking about the realism. Did you, you know, because obviously you look at the shark now, guys, and it doesn't look very real, but. It looks real to me. I'm to sorry. Me, I'm not going to second that. It doesn't look as unreal as Spielberg likes to think it does. It, it, no. If you look at actual shark footage right next to it. Yes. Yeah. You know, it holds terrible. up okay. Yeah. You can tell the difference, but but it, it's not so different that you would go, oh, it's just made out of rubber. But you know, yeah. even if that is the impression, because I, I'll look yeah. at it and be like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a rubber shark. But because the movie is done so well, it's still terrifying to me. Like, yeah. oh, yes. I, one of the scenes that still gets me, and I've watched this movie, like, I don't know, like a lot of times. Every time that the shark pops up on the deck of the boat and kills Quint, I am very disturbed. Like it is, it's still it's terrifying like, because it he's me. slowly falling into its mouth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Is, you know, it's like he's. Is that your favorite scene of the movie? I'd want to say that my favorite scene of the movie is probably the first victim that gets killed because oh, that's boy. really good. It, it's it very good. terrifying. Like her performance is so convincing, and yeah. the way that she's yeah. screaming and she's saying it hurts, and oh god, it it and it's at night. It yeah. makes you your imagination just fire on all neurons. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you don't know what's going on, but it freaks you out a lot. I think that yeah. that probably is what got me gotcha. like to love the movie. I do think we should get into like final takeaways, big like why this movie works. I think we've all kind of said it in one way or another, but if we're really going to put a bow on it, I think we should do okay. that now. Uh, Peter, what what is your like big Jaws takeaway? I mean, well, the thing is, is that like this to me is, uh, I mean, it's a, it's almost like a perfect horror film. It's like you're out in the middle. It's, it, it reminds me a lot of the movie, um, Alien, where you're isolated, you're all alone, and there's a terror out there. You can't really kill it because, you know, like with Alien, you know, you got the acid blood with this one, it's underwater. So you're going to have to go into its territory to kill it. Uh, one of my favorite scenes that I totally forgot about until I watched it again, you know, and I've seen this movie, a huge amount of times um, was when um, uh, uh, Brody goes in into the cage and he's there, you know, trying to kill the shark with the the spear and the mm. shark hits the cage and breaks it open. And then he just puts his body on top of the cage and just starts like, you know, destroying the cage. Well, that was, yeah, that, yeah. that to me, I was like, when did I miss this? And that, <laughs> did I, that's did I, did I not a real shark. Yes. Huh? 
That, that's a real shark they shot in Australia yes. with a smaller cage and a smaller boat. Yes. Really? Yes. To, yes. to like amplify the scale. Wow. wow. Yes. I did not know that. How did, it, it, how did they get it to do that? Well, the shark got caught. Accidentally. Yes. <laughs> Accidentally. Ah. And then worked it in. Yep. And it was like it started thrashing around that they decided, let's just use this. But apparently I'd heard that, you know, they were using like a little person inside that cage to move yeah. around. But the shark- He was a jockey. Right. And the shot was like four foot ten or something. Four, oh wow! So yeah, there is more. Oh Rizzo. Um, and then apparently the giant, the guy's name. He wasn't in there, <laughs> so they changed the script so that that he had gotten out at the moment yes. that he was thrashing because they thought it was just such a great shot. That they yeah, because yes. that's an amazing shot. I was like. Yeah. When did I not? How did I miss this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So my, yeah, my big takeaway is like, it's one of the, my, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's shot well. It's edited amazing. And then, of course, the music. I mean, the music yes. is, yes. I mean, it's well, iconic. Being a huge John Williams yeah. fan. I mean, yeah, uh, me being a John Williams fan, you know, I even know it, what movies that John Williams doesn't score. <laughs> That's like a thing. Superman <laughs> to anyone. <laughs> um, well, uh, my my big my big takeaways from this movie for me it's just more so. Every time I watch it, I'm just reminded of the magic of movies uh, that you know inspires a lot. I, I think mostly Spielberg movies in general do that for me because they have such iconic soundtracks, they have such iconic characters. Oh. Like uh, like Dan, you were mentioning these very human moments. Jaws to me is a very human story. Even though, ironically, they said, hey, the star of our movie is the shark. That's a given. But now let's focus on, pat, you know, patting it with these characters and these yeah. human uh, experiences. That movie just is a film school masterclass in really directing is. on how a director had to improvise and like adapt and masterfully put together something that still to this day is is a phenomenal movie. I mean, like if Jaws came out tomorrow... Uh, even with the same special effects or whatever, it would still impress me it and hold up. Kill. Yes, well, it would yeah. be amazing. So uh, yeah. it's a timeless classic for me. A good movie is a good movie, no matter how dated it looks. Well, I mean, the the thing that Absolutely. I love, about, another thing that I just wanted to throw in there is um, uh, this movie goes to show you what perseverance is and how you can do something with just a little, you know, because I think the executives tried to like a bull rush Stephen offset and oh, they, they tried they, to fire him. Yeah, like they tried day. to do a lot of things to him and he just kept on persevering and pushing through and made a brilliant movie. And that goes to show you that you don't need millions of dollars to make something spectacular, you know? The, the other smart thing Spielberg did that kept him from getting uh, fired off of this is he hired the head of the studio's wife to play Brody's wife. Right. right. Lorraine yeah. Carey was, was married to the, to the, to the guy who would have to fire him. Right. Off the thing. And, and, you know, he still could have fired Spielberg and, and let, let Lorraine stay in the movie and hired somebody else. Right. Sure. But Lorraine was, was going home and saying, no, this guy really has a vision. Right. You need to let him go because, it, because it's turning out really good. So, wow. And, and ironically, oh, if wow. you think about it, yes, there's the adventure, there's the, there's the, the, you know, the scares and all that stuff with the shark. But arguably for me, the best and most interesting moments of Jaws are the human character interactions and the scenes between them. That, that scene when Brody's talking to his, you know, son, and they're doing like the faces at each other and stuff like that. And at the end, he's like, you know, give us a kiss. He's like, why? Because I need it. Like, it's such a profound moment where you feel like, oh my God, the weight of the world is on this guy's shoulders. 
to do yeah. the right thing. And he's, he, you know, he's this new chief of police in this town. Like, it, it, it just sinks with me. Like those moments captivate me. So, yeah. Yeah. I would say that like, guys, I'll keep it short. Cause you all have said everything <laughs> that I love about this film. Um, I love a film that can put in a tasteful split diopter uh, in there on the extreme close up and the Ooh, far away. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The contra zoom. Love that. Yes. Uh, I, I want to return to Jaws every time I have a problem, like from here on out with a Steven Spielberg. Interesting. Film. Yes. I, it, it redeems whatever else he's done since then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'd, and Jaws takes place around the 4th of July and the movie does not begin and end with a flag waving in right. my or, face. Or like, fireworks or anything. Or, I'm, I'm not sure there's yeah. fireworks in the entire movie. Exactly. I love, oh, they, they throw one firework into the water <laughs> for right, the sonar. Yes. Yeah, that's that's it. the only... <laughs> yes. And I just, I just loved it. I'm so, you know, I'm thankful that I've right. watched it. Should have right. seen it before, but I think maybe I uh, maybe I wouldn't have valued it as much if I hadn't seen it exactly this year at this no, point in time. So I'm glad that you chose it, Dan. Thanks for coming Absolutely. on. This well, is great. And I and yeah, I got to hear takeaways. my yeah. wrap up. <laughs> yeah, Jaws is the, is the perfect genre film, and it tells you and 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 whenever you see a genre film that doesn't quite deliver. You can always look back on Jaws and, 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 you know, the, the, like Die Hard borrows heavily from Jaws. Just, you, you know, like the amount of humor, right. like, like you can scare the hell out of people, but you need some light moments for you to like these people so that you were worried about them. And it becomes, and to me, it's like, it's, yeah, it works as a horror film, but I don't think of it as a horror film. I think of it as an adventure spectacular, spectacular nice. because, that's why I went back and saw it over and over again yeah. is, is to go on this really exciting edge of every edge of your seat adventure with these guys trying to overcome this huge thing. And, and to, to me, it's, it's the best example of how human a movie can be when it's really about something that you, it, it could so easily have just been a big movie where you got to see a shark eat a bunch of people. Right? <laughs> and instead it's this movie that people revisit many, many times through their lives. And they, and they have this, this huge affinity for because of how human he made all those characters and, yeah. and, and how you really love the bit with the, with him and his son. You love the bit where, where Hooper comes over with the, the, the wine and then they go and right. cut open the, you know, the, the shark and just, there's so many great, great moments where you just get to know people. And that's why all of the scary stuff really hits home. Right. Um, Dan, yeah, I, I got absolutely. a question. Cause you know, there's, there's a lot of Phineas and Ferb episodes out there and stuff like that. Have you ever borrowed any motifs or done any spoof? <laughs> we, did a whole Jaws, <laughs> we did a whole Jaws episode where the boys, there, there's this shark of Danville Harbor celebration that Danville does every year. And they decided to make the biggest, best shark ever. They made this huge mechanical shark. <laughs> and there's like a Quince type character with the, with the, with one leg and Candace ends up getting being yeah. crazy and, and taking off after. Uh, and we got to, we got to borrow a lot of stuff from Jaws That's and that awesome. was really fun. But 
so just like great. Star Wars, Jaws is a, always a fun reference point to to put a put a, a line. We're going to need a bigger boat or right. things like that. Right. So. Right. Well, There's a lot of you can get. The reason I asked is just because, you know, since this movie inspired you to want to be into filmmaking, I wonder if, you you know, like, are there any, you know, like uh, inspiring moments here? Like, you know, this is something that I learned from this film that I kind of apply into my process oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh, constantly. There's there's a lot of things that um, um, I, I did something on, on Hey Arnold way back in Nickelodeon where they were. <laughs> They were fishing a big fish, and and, it, and it, there was a lot of stuff I just sort of, you know, used from Jaws, and and there was a bit where I had them getting dragged around, and they're in a swan boat on this lake by you know this big fish, and it just goes under some trees, and they duck, and the head of the swan gets knocked off, <laughs> and my board artist like, oh, that's so good because without actually hurting our main characters, you really showed how how they were in danger. And I think there's a lot of stuff like that that's in Jaws where you see something happen and realize, oh, this this could have happened to these guys, right. and that's you know, like like the thrashing on top of the yeah. of the uh, of, of the cage, like like chewing through the line Remember the yeah. when it tightens it from the barrel, and he's like, oh, yes, exactly. Yeah, have to like, yeah, it's oh. just there's a lot of great great stuff uh, in, in there, and, and I I use as much of it as I can whenever I can, and I and I use that the the Hitchcock thing, which I think Hitchcock never did as well as. I think no one's ever done it as well as that push in on Brody right. while they're while, while right. zooming yeah. out, that, where he just like when when yeah. uh, when the the Kittner oh, boy, boy gets yeah, it gets. Uh, How do you eaten. get that effect? Do you like so you, you, push you, in, you on push a in and you zoom and you change the lens zoom out at the same yeah. time, but you so have you're to time pushing it in and zooming out. Correct, so that it gives yes. you that parallaxing ah. effect uh, as yeah. you move in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean Spielberg did not originate that that was uh, that was something that uh that, uh, that hitchcock, hitchcock yeah. credited with yeah. wow but but he never did it as well as spielberg yeah. Did, uh, yeah. did in that shot that shot like i remember going and seeing that a bunch of times and like do they have him on a on a dolly yeah. are they moving him yeah. or the, yeah. Like, yeah. no yeah. it's not it's just uh <laughs> there, there's a there's a thing on tiktok uh that you can do that people were doing that with just with their faces where, where it locks your eyes right. like a filter that it locks your eyes and makes your eyes the same place. And if you pull the thing <laughs> away from you, your face goes from like this to, to you know, it's, it's a really weird thing, but you get the same, same, same effect, effect. On, on just your phone. Now. I still remember when I had uh, a, my first little Handycam video camera from Sony and it had a button on the top, which you can pull and push towards the zoom. Yeah. And I remember yes. trying to experiment doing that conversation where I would walk towards someone and pull the zoom back to try yeah. to get it. And it was not as easy as it looks. Like it is no. really tough to do. It's, so it's okay. easier in a, in a car is what, uh, if you get the car going fast enough, when, on my old Super 8, I used to do that. Right. I have, have, you know, like I'd have <laughs> a friend or my mom or somebody drive and I would push it, you know, right. like affect the zoom. And it really makes yeah. the whole road look like it's stretching out like this in a really wonderful way. Yes, yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I have to say, um, after having this conversation, Dan, I think I'm also pulling out all of the Jaws DNA in uh, Psycho Cop Returns. <laughs> <laughs> have you actually seen Psycho Cop Returns? I, I have. <laughs> 
yeah, I just, I, it is fun to talk about these movies, guys. I really, um, like, I can't say it enough. I'm so thrilled that I watched it. Uh, I can't believe you great. took forever to uh, to finally watch <laughs> I know. You know what? I know. It was a great moment for you to do that, that we got to discuss this with Dan. So it's like, you know, Dan saw this movie when he was a kid, inspired him to be a filmmaker. You are now watching this at the other end of the spectrum, and it's like we're all yeah, meeting in the middle, which is a great thing to, kind to of awesome. talk about. So. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, um, Dan, can you tell us where people can find you on like TikTok I'm, and I'm like at that? Dan Pavenmeyer on TikTok and Twitter and Twitter. I'm at Dan dot on uh, on Instagram. I'm verified on all of them, but, but like I, I, there, there was a there was a bit uh, several months ago where somebody kept putting up fake Dan Pavenmeyer accounts, oh, really? putting pornography oh. up. Oh God, <laughs> it was just. And I just had to keep shutting them down and stuff. So always, always look for the verified check because because that's that's me. This guy was like putting up stuff saying, "Hey guys, this is my not safe for work account." <laughs> also follow me <laughs> and, uh, and uh, at Dan. Palmer. It was your OnlyFans, Dan. You had your OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and putting up dick pics and stuff like that. And I and I was just this like like, hey guys. My a lot of my followers are kids. That's what they, yeah, you know, really yeah. If I had been an adult star of you know, like where where all my fans were adults, that that would be one thing. But these are you know, like there's a lot of twelve year olds who yeah, follow me. That's rest up. It was just so creepy and horrible. But I supposedly I've shut them down on 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 everything. No one. And our listeners okay. will help shut them down That's as good. well. Yes, if, if you up. see it, just report it. Yeah, there we go. It was, it was, yes. uh, it was, it was just sort of disturbing. But, Dan, but so I'm, yeah. I'm uh, at Dan Pavenmeyer on uh, mostly I'm on TikTok, and uh, and uh, come follow me. I do lots of fun stuff. Uh, Dan, are you? Uh, I don't know. Are you able to announce any of your upcoming projects? Anything you want to mention? I've got them? a show that we're in the beginnings of production on called uh, called Hamster and Gretel. Which is uh, which is going to be on <laughs> Disney Channel whenever we're done with the <laughs> with right. it, and uh, it's a it's a superhero comedy. It's a it's a, a brother and a younger sister who get gets uh, bestowed with superpowers by these aliens, and uh, and they come down and say the two of you have been chosen to receive superpowers, and they shoot them with this big green light. But the powers go on to the sister. And the hamster, and not the brother. Oh wow! <laughs> so, yeah. so he's all pissed off about that. As are, are we? Are we going to see any Jaws references in this one? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> at, at, at some point, we we don't have any in there yet, but uh, but we're we're having a great time. It's uh, uh, it's I think it's gonna be one of the funniest things that I've done. I I've, I've got a really great writing staff and. Uh, uh, and it's 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 just turning out so good so far. Nice. Well, you guys heard it. Oh, exciting! Yeah, I can't wait for it when it comes out on Disney Channel, guys. We're very excited. Um, Dan, uh, unless you want to add anything else, man, it, it has been a total pleasure that, to be able it to has review been amazing. Jaws. This has been fantastic. Um, and and have I will you, always you. talk about Jaws. That's, the, that's my, <laughs> one of my rules in my life is I will always talk about Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> I love and, it. And uh, again, I, I don't want to speak for the other guys. I'm sure they have their stuff to say, but uh, I thank you once again for coming on a second time to the podcast. Uh, like it is really uh, a, uh, a pleasure to have you. Like we have a really good time with you. And uh, yeah, this is yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Rob, Peter, do you um, want to take us home? I think Dan. Well, Dan, one of you, one Dan, of you guys could take us home. Dan, you want to take us, us home? 
You want to take us home, man? It would be awesome if you did. R- wrap up the what? show with us. What do you What do you need for for the wrap up? What do you need me to say? You want me to say something as Doofenshmirtz? Uh, uh, you could. Yeah. You could. I you think want. so. Yeah. It's just basically you just name us and say you know for so for, for the ho- co-host. You know, Peter, Rob, and Rob. I'm yeah, Doofenshmirtz. Yeah. And this has been Madrigal. Oh, this is Madrigal at the movies. This is Magical at the Movies with Rob and Rob and Dan, also with me too. (laughs) So I hope you had a great time. Magical at the Movies with Rob and Rob is hosted by Peter Madrigal, Rob Federick, and Rob Schulte. The podcast is edited by me, Chris Tyler, and produced by Rob Schulte. If you're looking to support this podcast, check out the merch link in the show notes or just leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any suggestions for a movie you'd like us to cover, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Christos Tyler or to Rob at Rob K. Schulte. Thanks, and we'll see you again next week. <laughs>